0: Yeah, what's up? I'm gonna kick it with the y'all know. What's up? Can I kick it right here? Here we
1: go. Well, it's time to make that change. People of the world today are fake. All right. Ready to go.
2: Yes, girl.
3: Thank you, thank you, thank you. We need to party down, party down. Yes. Do we have any calls on the, yet they want to talk? They all all these callers. Are they given the opportunity? 972-647-1893 is the number to call. Yes. all of our lines of, and the expiration date? Yes. and if you turn it over on the back,
0: there's a three-digit number. Yes. Jeez. Let me do. All uh, right. I
3: will. Yeah. Say, can you pot, pot it down? Some. I wrote that down. The, pe- the people can right, hear you better than they can me. Yeah. The people can hear you better than All they can right. me.
4: All right. We're taking pledges today. How much can I count
2: on you for? All right. Who do we have? Okay. Uh, that's good. We have a lot of... Uh, Colors this morning, and uh, they're making uh, some pledges, and uh, hopefully we have someone in okay. a couple of minutes. Oh, okay. You may
3: I have your name, Joe? Okay, Joe. Hold on, I'm gonna put you on hold. Hey, 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 okay. say, man. I got. It. Yes, go right ahead. Yeah,
5: I just uh, want to comment on that. Uh, That's a bad situation. Always a bad situation. But it's even worse. But our own does it to us uh, when they should know the history that's been perpetrated against the black race and the black man. Now, if you notice, you haven't heard any any comments on the fraternal lot of the police nope. or the police union protecting those guys? It always happens No. And when they're black. They don't reach out to them. But the exact same thing happened to Ronald Green in Louisiana in 2019. Now they've just charged those officers. And the exact same thing happened, but they're white. But the one black officer that turned them in, he got fired. This system is messed up and it needs to go. What
0: do you What do you suggest
5: we do about this? Well, it makes you want to go ahead and defund the police. You can't get them to do right, and just like you said, when the good cops don't speak up against the bad ones, then they're
3: bad cops. Well, hardly any of them ever speak against another one, no matter what, how much wrong they've done. So no, is it, they don't is, speak up. No. So, they are walking in lockstep with this thing. Maybe some won't kill, but they sure won't point out who the killers are. Something's gone. Something is, something is wrong in this situation.
5: Yeah, this thing needs to be reformed, upside down. I mean, that's all there is to it. I mean, that's, we can't take it anymore. So, anyway... uh. I Barnett, you keep up the good work, and I'll uh, go ahead and yell and let someone else
3: call me. All right. Thank you. Thank you for your call.
5: Thank you. All
3: right. Bye-bye. All right. Ecclesioline, 972-647-1893, 972-647-1893. All right. Who do we have? Just just all the Pledges. Calls. Yep. All of them pledging. Okay. That's wonderful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Wonderful, 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 wonderful. These players come in.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: This is it. He said he could hear his car number over there. I never
6: said it. Yes. This
3: is cool. Mm-hmm.
4: just
3: This is Yes. Thank you. Nine seven two six zero seven one eight nine three. What are we gonna do with this situation we got? What are we gonna do when we see how bad things are? How we are? How we are? Just basically being killed, shot, run down, whatever. Something has got to change, people. Something has got to change. Yes. Something's got to change. What are we going to do? Call. Discuss with it. I know a lot of you calling and can't get in because it is pledge day, but I'm trying to uh, work through this thing and get you all on the line. It's just,
2: it's a hot subject. Hello, oh, I'm just trying, Mr. Robinson. All right, what do we got? let see if right. I it this one. We 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 have someone on the air. Uh, I don't have the name, but uh, the the caller is on the air? the air. Yes. All right. Good morning. You are on the air? Which, which one's on
3: call? Hello.
0: Hello.
3: Yes. This is
5: Steve.
3: Steve. Yes, sir. This is Steve. You you said Steve. All right.
5: Go right Hi. here, Steve. How you doing, Len um, Barnett?
3: Fine. How are you doing?
5: I'm doing pretty good. You know, I had called a couple of weeks ago about that gag
3: order. The gag order? Which
5: one? The the gag order. Remember the judge in Tarrant County put a gag order on the city councilman?
3: Yes, uh huh.
5: And uh, the barrister said that the gag order could cover city council people, politicians, or anybody. Yes. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Okay. So my my question is, you know, uh, uh, how how are they gonna do a gag order on a on any, on a politician, you know, who's not really privy to the to the facts of the case in the courtroom on this case? I mean, if the, if they wanted to do a gag order, doesn't seem right.
3: Well, here's what. The United States government it's funny thing you can take a judge and overrule the president did you know that yeah I a guess federal judge right. can overrule the president and say a certain bill or certain law is not constitutional and they can't touch it okay
5: yeah. mm-hmm. I guess you're right about mm-hmm. that uh so my my only point is and I'm not going to be it, I have no reason to doubt the barrister uh my only thing is is that we as a black black people had only our voices to try and uh, persuade our or uh, give out our grievances of what's going on to us we don't have uh financial wherewithal to by lobbyists to change
3: anything. All we have is our feet and our voices. So if we lose that,
5: because it's hard anyway, Fort Worth—they don't say anything. You saying that. we only have
3: our feet and voices? That's all we have. What about
5: our vote? We have our vote, but that's that's being curtailed
0: too.
5: Well, we
3: I know if we if we don't go to the polls and keep those type of people who would not want us to vote, we vote and kept them out of office, that wouldn't happen.
5: Yeah. So, but I'm not going to belabor this point. All I want to say is, is that it need, we need to uh, watch that. On the four officers, five officers that that uh, uh, did that brutal uh, 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 action against that man and, and killed him, uh, you know, all it is is you know, they're partaking of the same uh, deal that that the majority uh, race is doing, and uh, all I can say is that we have to have a uh, federal government step in, just like for the for the, uh, the the Caucasians, we need the federal government to step in and and rein in these these rogue police departments.
3: Well, they haven't done it. And they were found to do basically what they're doing. This is what the police in America was found to do, was round up slaves.
5: Well, we understand that. And, 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 and it's, uh, they had laws, laws on the books, a future to save laws and this, that, and the other. But like I say, uh, the federal government has to step in. If not, Well, I I just feel we're living in a police state for black people, as far as black people are concerned. Oh, we are. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, we're
5: living in a police state. So, but uh, as best we can navigate this thing, uh, we we we, we, we should try and and get the federal government to uh, step in.
3: All right. thank you, thank you very much. Who's your congressperson? Hello. Guess he's gone. All right. 972 647 1893 is the number to call. 972 647 1893. All right. Boy, y'all blowing these pledges in. Woof. Okay. We ought to have a whole lot of them right now.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: All
2: right. So we have Malcolm Robinson on the line one. Malcolm? Yes. All right. Is this the barrister?
0: Yes.
2: Good morning.
5: How are you?
3: Fine. How are you?
5: Well, fine. I mean, you have so many people uh, calling the pledge. Nobody wants to talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
3: I mean, our lines have been jammed the whole time. <laughs> and I'm trying to get him get in him and he's talking loud, taking pledges, and, and that sounds good what he's saying. I don't want to say nothing. But at the same time, <laughs> we want to have people in there uh, all over to hear us. It's all, it's all good. This is good. This is a good, bad time. I don't want you to feel lonely
5: on this
3: I've never had this one happen before. So it's all right. Well, let, well, let me. Uh, uh, and I, I hope you're feeling uh, better. Well, I, uh, I, I'm, I'm doing a little better, a little better. Just you can't, you can't let certain things uh, get you down
6: because
3: if you lived a real healthy life, uh, it's, it's tough feeling bad. I don't know. So I just have learned to push through it.
5: Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was calling. Uh, uh, let me address the uh, last caller. He was talking about that gag order again. Yes. And I wanted to make sure that he understood what my response was. The mm-hmm. court did, 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 did give a uh, gag order uh, regarding those persons who may be on the witness list. Somebody witness list mm-hmm. to be testify. Mm-hmm. And that's that's the primary purpose of the gag order, right? Right. And so, so, it, but it, it,
1: the judge doesn't give a gag order for the whole world, only for those who
5: are connected or impacted by the case, and they on somebody's witness list. Okay. That's what it is, mm-hmm. and he don't want uh, he or she don't want them talk, uh, talking about. Well,
3: one of them was the mayor. One was a city council person, a couple of city council persons, wasn't it? Yeah. The, these were people that had held, that either held or uh, had once held high positions in Fort Worth with a lot of influence. Yeah,
5: they, 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 obviously they were on the list of uh, persons who, who probably were to testify in the case. I don't think they ever testified, though. I'm not sure. But oh, yeah. Mm hmm. Uh, let, let me uh, uh, one other thing I was intending to mention to you before. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you have been uh, listening to a, uh uh, the yes. experts of the Prince Harry's uh, 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 book that came out. No, uh,
3: Prince Harry,
5: yeah, they, they you know, him and, and him and uh, uh, what's her name, Megan,
3: Megan Markle.
5: Yes yeah. in one of the excerpts on the book he talked about he mentioned about the uh, slave trade that existed in the world. so he mm-hmm. and they, you know they got they got very upset about him talking about that but he admitted uh, that there were a slave industry that was conducted by his ancestors
3: Mm-hmm. Well, see, the thing about it, you would rarely hear me talk about that so-called royal family because they go on and people think they are, they are Englishmen. In, in reality, they're Germans. Yeah. See, Prince Albert was a German married to a queen, Victoria. And uh, we have to understand also most of the money that they have Later came from slavery, and
1: that's what he—that's
3: what he indicated. He indicated, yeah, most of them, the wealth that they are enjoying came yeah. from slavery of African kidnapped Africans. So, right. uh, and uh, see our people, people just don't study history. This is why they don't want CRT taught here in American schools because they—they yeah. they will find out. Why America is so rich? Right. Why it's so powerful? Well, Heck, them, you had, you had you had hundreds of years of free labor, right, and, and don't want to pay it back, pay it he to those who worked. Yeah, he acknowledged the fact that they that they got rich off of the slave trade and in in, in in his family. Right. So they asked him why he didn't just go ahead and apologize for their participation.
5: Mm-hmm. He said that they, they didn't apologize because that would set a firmer foundation for reparation. So he mm-hmm. just acknowledged their participation in the industry and how they became rich mm-hmm. of his ancestors. Oh yeah. And I said I said to myself the, 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 what what the white folks uh fear the most is reparation. So you just
3: mm-hmm. keep that in mind as we Oh do. yes. That's that's why they don't want CRT talk. They don't want C R T and they don't
5: want they now they trying to get rid of African American studies and history and stuff mm-hmm. because the foundation for reparation is coming. Right. Right. And they fear that the most of anything else.
3: And see that like that uh that Lulu in uh Florida, that governor they got down there that wants to make sure black history is not taught in exactly. the school system there in, in 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 Florida, he's doing nothing but raising the ire of a lot of people.
5: Yeah, exactly. He calls yeah. it indoctrination. Yeah. But it's not indoctrination that he fears. It's it's the fact that the facts of the African American history and studies establishes the foundation. Yes. For reparation. Mm Mm-hmm. It does.
3: That's what they fear the most. Yes, yep. That's what they don't. But you have to pay for the mistakes of your fathers. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, yes. Okay.
5: You just have to keep that in mind. All right. Sure. All right.
3: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your call. That clears the line 972 647 1893. Who do we have next? So we have
2: uh, Imani on the uh, line three. Imani? Yes. Alrighty, Bring him on. All right. Good morning, Imani. I
1: see you feeling better.
3: Good morning. Oh, good morning. Good morning. Good
1: morning. How are you doing? Yes. Well, I'm doing great. I appreciate I was at the school speaking to the children the other day when you took my nice call. You. Uh-huh. And, I, and they had me up there speaking about... From, uh, yes, so would you like to make a pledge today? Oh, uh, uh, did you? You. Yes, sir, then, yes. I I the okay. attorney, if you let me, me we've we, already you started. started. I know everybody's still asking why, yes. but we know why they, they're doing it. But the key is we got, we got some yes. power called power so. mm-hmm. so We got. Well, if I can get my people to stop uh, uh, being scared of reading the book, we have four books. Yeah. Talked about Dr. wife yesterday. We are at the Congress door right now uh, uh, supporting Sheila Jackson Lee's bill that she's introducing for reparation. We're mm-hmm. supporting the George Floyd bill. It's there. We mm-hmm. need the people out here to do two things for us. Call the, uh, your Congress people and tell them to put it on the floor of the house. Mm-hmm. We want to vote it on, and we gonna if we if they don't vote on this, the black caucus we gonna vote them out. And not only that, we want to let them know one more thing that we are not taking. Them, I I'm looking for a list. Of, one thing you can do, everybody, you can start with one person yourself. I don't buy stuff if i can buy black people's stuff i don't care how it and you know i mean excuse me i shouldn't say that but how how uh, uh un-customer service they are or how if i can buy it i'll go all over the and i'll buy it before i buy any other healthy product the attorney's right we the money the m-o-n-e-y enthusiastic 1019 is what they're frightened of we we want god but god already gave us a tool called money and we need to go use our money and teach us some sense. It's just that simple. Yeah, he he
3: says money answer for all things.
1: Oh, okay, Pastor. Yeah. And I appreciate man. You made my day when you got back, back, back to work because we getting that age on us, but God's got so much plan for you and me. So I just wanna let you know I love you and your family and I thank you so much. And and also you for yeah. Uh, the politicians Are you
3: politicians out there It's time, it's time to stop Letting them buy Yeah Come on out And help us out and, and let's get this reparation So we can uh, Get our people well again Alrighty We thank you I sure appreciate the call now You can reach me at 972-647-1893 Is the number to call Alrighty I, Who do we have Pierre yeah. Supreme on
2: two Okay so we have Supreme on line two Supreme on two? Yes. Okay, bring him on. Hello,
7: Supreme. How are you, Reverend? Doing okay?
3: Fine, how are you doing?
7: I'm doing okay, I'm just making sure you're all right. You all right?
3: I'm doing okay, I'm doing
7: fine. Sounding
3: right better. Sounding I'm, better. I'm, you know, I just have uh, to. Uh, Realize that, you know, uh, after, that I've got to take care of myself better. I'm, you yeah. know, I'm not a teenager anymore.
0: <laughs>
3: I'm a few years, yeah. I'm a few years past that. You know, but, uh, but if I take care of myself, I'm all right.
7: Yeah. The situation in Memphis, it's funny, man, how these so-called people, they go and get a black chief, female mm-hmm. chief. hmm and she was fired in Atlanta. Yep. They moved to somewhere else, and she was about to be fired. She went, to, I think, to
3: the Carolinas somewhere, South Carolina yeah. or something.
7: And then she went to Memphis. Yeah. And it's funny; they came up with this program, the Scorpion or whatever they call it, clean up our community, our own, mm-hmm. you know. And she headed it. She got the group together, and it's funny how they get the black police to go in the black neighborhoods. But the black police attitudes are a little different when they go back in their own community. They got this gun hold. We got to clean it up by any means necessary, you know. Their attitude is more like um, gun hold than the white officers. They got something to prove because, you know what, some of them, not all of them, but most of them is blue first, city first, cops first attitude.
3: Yeah, well, I have have, put you on hold. have you ever been to Memphis? Right no, nah, but I heard about it. Well, I've I been there it. a jillion times. Yeah, I'm very familiar with Memphis. I'm familiar with it, okay. really. It's an it's an all black city. Yeah. You have a go to Memphis. You can stay there for an hour long and never see a white person. Right. Right. And uh and, and It's not a bad city. Really, uh, I've always felt like Memphis was a good city. It was a family-type city. And uh, to hear all this going on, I think it's something underlying there that uh, we really have got to take you know, we it, it's gonna come out. I tell you what, we are gone way past. It. We, did we take that? Have we gone so far past? i wonder have we taken that? <laughs> look yeah, at time for a break. Uh, that, yes, sir. Uh, thank you, thank you for your call nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We'll be right back.
8: Yeah, what's
3: up? I'm gonna kick it with my All right, we're back. We're back. well and we're thanking you for your tax-deductible pledges. We're thanking you all. We're thanking you all. We're thanking you. I keep it all of our lines, Jim. That's just... Those lights are beautiful. They're beautiful. Those are my Christmas lights. Yeah. Come on. Let us know that somebody's there.
2: Alrighty, Who do we have next? All right. Uh, James is on line four. James. Yes. Alrighty, bring him on. Uh, well, you you in line
3: three? Okay. and then four. Okay. Line. Yes.
2: Good morning. You're on
3: KNO N. Good morning. You're on KNO N. Yeah. Uh, okay. Can you hear? Yes. Is this James? Yeah. This can. Can you hear? Yeah, I can hear you. I hear you very okay. well.
0: hmm Okay.
4: Good. Well, um. It's good to hear that you are doing well. And, Thank you. Uh, you talked about the, um, the the question of what uh, the public can do about the problem of police uh, misconduct. Mm-hmm. And um, one thing I can remember is that uh, in Camden, New Jersey, a few years back, they shut the whole police force down. Uh, as Effectively, they defunded the police, but they did replace it with... Uh, Another a whole thing about public safety, and, you know, public safety is not the same thing as po- policing. But mm-hmm. nowadays, they they have a 40% less crime rate, and uh, that's something that people can look up. So this I don't is, think that...
3: You said Camden, know, New Jersey?
4: Camden, New Jersey. Hmm. Uh, now, I don't think that uh, people here in Dallas are ready to shut down the police, but... uh no. In being there, pardon
3: I wouldn't want to live in a town that didn't have any police.
4: Well, they uh, had a. They, they, redid the it's whole not, concept, they redid the whole concept of public safety. Public, policing is not necessarily public safety, and uh, as a result, they have less crime today. But um, in you know, I don't think that uh, people here are ready to do that right now. But there no, are some I things don't that think people, so. mm-hmm. Yeah, there are some things that people can do and uh, uh the george for the george Fraud policing um the justice justice and policing act uh is something that people can support that's uh hr 128 you can call your um call your senators and your your congress people and tell them to support that uh, they turned it down last time but it is coming back up uh-huh. and we need to support that and I think everybody ought to take that little smartphone and put the congressman, the president, the uh, senators, put them in there. So all you got to do is just uh, tap a button and you can call them and tell them to support the George Floyd, uh, Floyd Justice and Policing Act. Right. HR 128.
3: <laughs> now, you know that the Republicans has control of the Congress.
4: Uh, they got control of the House.
3: Uh,
4: well, that's, house.
3: That's, that's Congress. The House is Congress, and usually the upper part is the Senate. Uh, you know, they, they're two different bodies in, in that sense. But uh, what the, uh, the, yeah. the, the House is where they spend money. Bills, yeah. bills to, to pass things has to go through the House. And you got these Republicans. The only reason why you have them, people didn't go and vote the way they should. Everything that people have right now in America, the Republicans really want to cut it out. You do know they're working on cutting out Social Security, right?
4: Uh, absolutely, they are one of the most racist bodies uh, uh, in the history of this country. Right, and they're also uh, opposed to the majority of the people of this country. But right. folks, uh, I rather too many white, uh, too many folks don't realize that they still vote Republicans. Uh, so, uh, I just wanted to raise that point that there are some things we can do. Uh, there's also the End Qualified Immunity Act uh, as a HR 1470. Right. But, uh, the thing is, uh, even though we may not succeed, it's always good to fight. Even though we won't, we don't necessarily win every time we fight, it's, it's always good to fight. So, I encourage everybody to yeah. use what we got and fight. Don't, yeah. just, don't just lay down and take it. Yeah. Anyway, uh, thank you very much,
3: Reverend. Thank uh, you, because we don't win unless we fight. Hello. That's absolutely right. That's right. Thank you. I thank you for your call. Yeah, because the line 972 647 1893 is the number to call. 972 647 1893. Who do we have here? Lisa is on line one. Who? Lisa. Lisa? Lisa? Alrighty. Ring up
9: hey mr Riff how are you doing glad to see
3: you back in town oh thank you thank you thank you oh, very much
9: That is good Knock on wood <laughs> yes he is so you know, good I'm, my 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 heart goes to to any ethnic ethnic of all cultures that's in trouble you mm-hmm. know what gets me is this the killing or the beatings you know it's just if it was a white if they won't do it. Okay. If it was a Latino, they won't do They only okay, trigger so blacks. Sure this has been going on since Martin Luther King. It's never going to stop. What are they going to listen? The people in Memphis, the cops that got arrested for what they did wrong. And I'm glad. They're going to get what they deserve. I mean, I'm sorry to say, but that's how I feel right now. I'm well, just a little keyed off. You know? I mean...
0: Mm-hmm.
9: <laughs> I mean, well, how does it feel if they were on the opposite situation, you know? If they get beaten, where well, they will when they get in prison, but, you know. <laughs> yes. But it just not do no wrong, you know? I, I'm sick of it. I'm tired of it. It immediately, but I don't know immediately, but it just needs to stop. <laughs>
3: it definitely should have stopped so immediately that meant uh, years ago. Uh, this is something that uh, Scrudge, that... Really, they're trying to provoke a war in America. Uh Uh-huh. Really, that's what a lot of people are. They're trying to provoke a war. A human being, uh, you can't be keep, even a dog, you can go out and kick him. Uh
0: But if you keep
3: going out and kick that dog, he eventually is going to retaliate and bite you. I
9: I mean, it's all sick to make this Mm-hmm. I don't understand people these days.
8: They don't care humanity. I mm-hmm. one against one brother to another brother. They
3: brought people to save, their family to save, and the police department to save. Come on. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I look at this whole thing. The whitewashing of the Bible has caused a lot of this. Why would uh, those black men beat another black man, even though? They say it's a woman involved somewhere. Well, I I can believe that. I can believe that. Me
0: too.
3: That was, this boy used to date one of them's woman. But, but how can we be so inhumane to beat another human being? Exactly. Like that. And nobody, now it was more than five police from there. I saw at least ten. There was a, uh, the other squad cars pulled up. I I'm, I, I, I looked at the tape close. There are several people there should be fired, and nobody they lift him up against the car, he'd fall over. Then other side, he would fall another way. He was he was completely out of his mind, and nobody was lifting a finger to have him.
9: Mm-mm. It's a whole bunch of people need
3: to be fired there.
9: Exactly. I'm scared scared to talk to police
3: these days, especially if we need help. <laughs> you know? Yes, sir. Uh-huh. But <laughs> this thing will go deeper than we might think. This one's gonna go deeper. But I, I hear th- you. I thank you I for you. your call.
9: Thank mm. you, honey.
3: Bye bye. Bye bye. Hey, close the line, nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. All righty. Who do we have? So Ike is on the line three. Ike. Alrighty. Bring him on. Good morning, Ike.
10: Good morning, real morning. How you doing?
3: Fine. How you doing this morning?
10: Doing great. I'm glad you're feeling better. And uh, I was listening to you, and I was so glad you, you know, uh, I heard Al Sharpton, I heard that the bosses say that the rumor, they said quit talking about the young man going with some cop's girlfriend or wife because it's a rumor. But now who are we protecting by not getting that investigated i mean i'm not saying it's a rumor i'm not saying it's not i don't want to float uh any rumors but if that is true rev barnett if you listen to what you just said if that is true it need to be investigated by somebody more than just uh uh, the memphis police department because if that is true Mm -hmm. then this does not Second degree murder is first degree murder because mm-hmm. they mm-hmm. went out and hunted the young man down
3: you're, and intentionally killed him. Yes, sir. Right, because once malice can be brought right. into it, it's first degree murder. Then, right, it's first degree murder, and it could even be capital murder. So what I'm saying
10: is, and look who's fighting the investigation it's us, it's Al Sharpton stop saying that, that's a lie how do we know that's a lie we need to turn over every stone because every black person you talk to, say this doesn't make sense, black people don't act like that they were so unmerciful like you said, they got the guy leaning against the car like they waiting on him to die
3: yeah. like well, it and they they, they went. And pr- I saw the whole film they prop him up. And he'd right. fall uh, and When they turn him loose, they, he'd fall over. Right. It, so I'm it, saying... It, it was just... He was treated... They wouldn't even... If, wouldn't, if he was a dog, most of them would be in like jail. They,
10: they wouldn't even give him first aid. No. So now, who does it benefit if... Who does it benefit by saying it's a conspiracy? It's a lie. It's a rumor. It benefits the police department. Because that chief of police, that mayor... They don't want it to be said that they elite squad, the Scorpions, turned into a, a, a group of assassins. So we have to really start, mm-hmm. start thinking about what we're saying. I'm not saying it's true, but well, I'm saying it need to be investigated.
3: Now, they tell me he was only 80 feet from his home. Well, That's why he was his calling mother. his mother.
10: Now, but, they also say this, Reverend Barnett. They say it's 20 more hours of footage that we haven't seen. And the chief of police says that they had no reason to stop this young man. No reason at all. But we don't see the actual stop. When mm-hmm. we start the film, the rolling, they're snatching him out the
1: car. Yeah.
3: I mean, how many of it Was, was that three or four? That, that, they say this guy weighs only 150 pounds, he's six right. foot four. Weigh 150 pounds. He don't have too much muscle on him. <laughs> That's, no, no. And, and, and each one of those guys uh, was stocky. Yeah, each policeman was stocky built, muscular.
0: And
10: one more thing, Real neck We keep on saying that he was black cops, and they went straight to uh to they went straight to judge, they got fired in 20 days. And okay, how many Black police officers, you call your show or any show and complain about uh, the injustice and the prejudice through the police department, how they are treated different. Well, you stand up for the black police officers. It, I can stand with them, but they not going to stand up and say, hey, they treat us different from white cops. We we well, uh we discriminated against. You don't. They all stand like you said in solidarity. Yeah. We got a black union, a Spanish union, and a white union right here in Dallas. But you never hear the black always complaining about the white. Right. You never hear that. Yes. Even then, they understand with i doing. I wish
3: I wish I could uh, continue elaborating, but it's 8:02. Right. I'm running past my break. Right. But I'm thank you, thank you for your call. 972-647-1893 is the number to reach me and we'll be right
8: back. Yeah, what's up? I'ma it
3: going, it's, it's, All right, we're back and ready for our number two of church information in open forum. I'm Marion Barnett, your host. All right, we're here. I'd like to invite you for having the joy church tomorrow morning, nine thirty, on Facebook, Marion Barnett Senior. Reach as we enjoy having you with us. Come worship with us tomorrow morning, 9.30. But we are talking about, right, at this moment, okay, you're we're talking about the Tyree Nichols. The, this situation. Uh, we, it's good to see this family is sticking behind him. His mother... He called for her. He called for his father. Well, he didn't call, but he's there. He's really a stepfather. See, we get, we as black men, we get put down so much. But we're not family men. We're not, we're not family, we're not this. He is he, he, a stepfather, and he's sticking close. He didn't need that hat on in church, but he was all right. But still, still, he's sticking with his wife, with this, this is his wife's uh, son. But this is a situation, that's something wrong somewhere, some underlying current. Because, to be honest, black policemen have never really killed a lot of people. Go back and look it up. Never killed a lot of people. Never been accused of doing things like that. But uh, for them to do this, to brutalize this young man, and the way they did it, you can tell this was not the first time they pulled a stunt like this. They were too comfortable. They were even bragging about it. They've done this, they were put there. When that female chief was put there, she put this together for them. I don't know. Maybe she told them to brutalize. We don't know. But this was to be this brutal. And he had committed no crime. Something Memphis is going to have to pay you out a whole lot of money. And people need to make sure that everybody's on every police person that's out there. Have their own personal insurance for things like this. Because guess, guess what? The people are going to have to pay. They're going to have to pay uh, somebody a whole lot of money for the death of this young man. All right, let's go back. Who's who's on the line, Pierre? We,
2: got, uh, also, we have Steve. Uh, Steve on two. Yes,
3: Steve on two. On two? All righty, bring him on. But good morning, Steve.
6: Hi, good morning, Reverend. Thank you so much for taking my call. Uh, thank I have you. I tell you, I really enjoy your show. I'm so glad I came across it. I have learned so much about stuff that people just do not talk about on mainstream. My mm-hmm. question is, mm-hmm. well, why are people afraid of reparations for black people? I know it's kind of changing the subject, but I would really like to uh, get a
8: take on that. Thank you, and I'll hang up and listen. Well,
3: they nobody likes to give away, give out money. They they think it's, it's not giving away because the enjoyment. Uh, white people will tell you, uh, we didn't do this to you, but they are enjoying the things that their forefathers did, and they must pay. They must pay. They paid the Japanese, World War II, incarceration the way they did them. They paid reparations in Europe, uh, bombing and destroying Europe. They paid, they prayed. It's nothing new to them. But the only people in the world they don't want to repay is the people that helped, who built America, black people. Work from sunup to sundown. Well, what was it? Why, why did they go get these slaves? One thing they don't talk about, they don't want this taught. White people were dying because it was an agrarian society to be out there dealing with sorghum, uh, you know, uh, dealing with cotton, tobacco, and everything from sun up to sundown. Many of them, back even then, was dying were dying. They had to get somebody else. They tried other races of people but they found out nobody could do this job to build America and work the way they're supposed to work but the African. So they went and kidnapped Africans and brought them here to the Western Hemisphere pressed into South America then to Central America then what today what we call North America. Ah. Uh, we were, the, we were the only people that could stand up to the rickers to build a great nation. We were the only people that could do it. And we did it more than with just our backs. Did it with our minds. Also, found the cities like Chicago. Black found city. Laid out the plans and designed Washington, D.C. Built the Capitol building. Things like this we've done and all, and most of the discoveries in medicine and different things like this, we did this, this is black history, Ma. But when we find that's what's going on in America, uh, they don't want this told, because most people's feelings would change toward black people if they ever learn the truth about what's going on. And we have some people who don't want to pay reparations, don't want the truth told because they have to shell out that money. I've heard it take some to say, I don't know, I think it's a rip-off. It would take $13 trillion to uh, pay this off. And when you look at the number of African-Americans, that ain't a lot of money before the simple fact how the difference between our wealth versus our white counterparts' wealth, with the same education. Some of us have college degrees and different things, but you can take the average white person with just a high school diploma. Some don't have high school diplomas. They make more money, far more money than us with college educations. All righty, okay? Thank you for your call.
2: All right, who do we have? We have a long time listener. Let
6: me look you
2: up here. Long time listener? Yes. On right. line four. All righty. Bring him on. Okay.
3: Line four or three. All right, he's up.
8: I'm here. I'm oh. here if you're there.
3: Okay, I'm here. All righty. Go right ahead. Mm-hmm. Good morning, sir. Good morning.
6: Uh, I um, watched the Mr. Nichols' funeral on YouTube because I didn't get to see it the day that it happened. Mm-hmm. So I w- And I was able to watch it for two hours or however long it was on. Mm-hmm. His, his mother and dad, and yes, I know they call him stepfather, but apparently they had a very good relationship. Uh-huh. And his, his mother was saying that she feels that her son as bad as she feels about all of this that her son was called to that he was called it was like a calling she said she said that with crying and tears in her eyes Ben Crump spoke Um, the man that gave the eulogy is the man that marched with King years ago I can't think of his name but you know him everybody knows him the little skinny dude with the white hair.
3: Little skinny he dude, you're not talking about Al Sharpton, are you? Yeah,
6: yeah. Al Sharpton gave the eulogy. Mm-hmm. And when he gave, <clears throat> you can still pull it up on YouTube. When when he called Ben Crump up there, Ben Crump had been sitting with Kamala Harris in the audience. Mm-hmm. And yeah. the vice he president. Yes, yeah, he called for Kamala Harris to come up there, and she said, we're going to pass this bill. Biden is going to do it. Those are the words out of her mouth. Uh, she said that he would sign it. She said that. You know, I don't know how other people feel, because I know as a black woman, uh, we know we have a black vice president, but... I've never really seen her talking for any real length of time. And maybe it's because I'm not watching the, you know, CNN or MSNBC. Uh, but, mm-hmm. However, that's the longest I heard her talk. And she was very fired up. She was very fired up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was, it, was, mm-hmm. it was one of the most, you know, um, since I watched uh, George Floyd, family had two funerals. One held in uh, Minnesota. I watched it also on YouTube. And, mm-hmm. and they had a second one in North Carolina. You guys, man, the civil rights leaders just in that family, the, the, the little girl, I think she was 14 years old in George Floyd's family. You would have thought you were listening to a young Martin Luther King when she was... I've never seen a funeral like that in my life. I'm a mm-hmm. person that used to be deathly afraid of funerals. I didn't go to my first funeral till so I was 40 years old, and I stumbled into it uh, at a church in Dallas. In mm-hmm. the 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 pastor has a big church, and he has a chapel inside the church. And I was in there during the week, and I walked by, and this man was up at the podium, and there was only like six or seven people in the funeral. So I walked in. I thought, okay, maybe this is my day to go to a funeral. So I go in. It was a son preaching his mother's funeral, and he told us to, he told us to come up there and look at this woman. She looked like she was in such peace. Her face was so beautiful. I know she was. She was at least 80 some years old, mm-hmm. but she did. She 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 looked so beautiful and restful. Uh-huh. And I'm gonna tell you, the Lord, the Lord used that experience to break whatever that thing was in my life to make me afraid of funerals. I haven't been afraid of funerals since then. But I've never seen a funeral like George Mm Floyd or Mr. Nickel. The second thing I want to say because I can get a little long-winded is that you're going to have to do better taking care of your health. I don't know what you're doing or not. And I know what you're talking about to be so athletic when you're young because I'm getting old too. Mm-hmm. And and when, when we see a lot of us, black people in particular, we have that. I tell these young boys, baby, they pay. They, I said, if you keep smoking them cigarettes, I said, you know, they pay uh, mm-hmm. black men to to watch how they throw that ball and how they do. I said, if you people are doing that, you're not going to be able to do anything because that cigarettes will break your health down like nobody's business. Yes, so yeah. I don't know what you're doing or not doing because I'm having to do those extra things now, too. Because I don't like it when I can't move like I used to move or do like I used to do. Wow. And I, I got in, I got in on the show late because I didn't know uh, that you had been out sick. I knew you were out, but I didn't
3: know you were out sick. No, well, I, so, I uh, was out. Yeah, but I've never smoked. I've never been a, good. a smoker. A drinker. Uh,
0: eat some, How old
3: you think I am? Ballad. How old you think I am? Still there. Hello? She gone? Yeah. <laughs> yes. Well, I like to call She's her. She's gone, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sound like a, a nice person. Yes, huh? Already, who do we have? Can I have
2: uh, one? Can I have
3: one? Yep. Yeah. Yes, we should have about four. Is the on one two? Yes. Five.
2: You got two? Five. Okay. All right. We have uh, Tony on line two. All righty. Good morning, Tony. Good
3: morning, Reverend. How you doing? Fine. How are you this morning?
11: I'm doing all right. I'm doing all right. Good, good. Uh, I, I think what we have is um, the American ideal is not the reality. It has never been the reality. Right? The aspiration has always been a dream. Right? The reality is. People okay. work on, at least human beings uh, who are, obviously in their behavior, work on survival. Okay. Mm-hmm. White America or this Western world has worked on survival. <laughs> not, not
4: really. mm-hmm.
11: not really, and when, we when you live with surviving, surviving, you don't worry about moral issues or more compass. Mm-hmm. And so what has happened now is you have technology the, the history cannot be written by the victor and be told and, and not be challenged and uh-huh. so it's hard for somebody white to look in the mirror and make an honest assessment how uh-huh. the war has come the way it is you would talk to be in capitalism individualism okay. just, just motivating our ways It's almost like the bible says and so when you love yourself, you, feel like you have a humanity. But and so what's true. happened is America has built to step on being in- inhumane. And so it's easy to be inhumane to somebody you hate. If you ever noticed this, and you know, ask any Congress person, sure, why is it that we don't show death on, on on TV? Those kids who got killed in New Valley, Tandy hook, Why we don't show that? You know why? Because we're scared and timid. Because that would change votes. That would change minds. You know why? Mm -hmm. You don't don't show people dying, bleeding on TV. Because Americans have weak hearts. We cover good games. But at the end of the day, a small minority of white folks rules this country. That's why they want the courts. The problem with us is this. We don't like the system they have, but the system we have—we got to vote. And in that voting system, they say if you do this, this, and this,
3: you gain power. They—they want to share power. To, if you, if to share and give up power. I, I'm going—I've gone past my all right, time, all right. but I appreciate your call. Thank you. The uh-huh. close the line nine seven two six four seven one eight nine three. We'll be right back.
0: Yeah, what's up? I'm
3: a All right, we're back. And let me thank the Reverend Ronald Wright for sitting in for me last week. Thank you. Thank you, Reverend Wright. You did that nice job. Thank you. thank you. Thank you very, very much. All right. Who do we have, Pierre?
2: So we have, uh, uh, Robert on line three. Robert? Okay. Yes. Bring Robert on. Inspiration? All right.
3: Good morning, Robert. Good, good, good
5: morning, Reverend Doctor. You know, uh, I had to make my uh, annual contribution to your show. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you
0: very much. A yeah. uh, mm-hmm. question, Reverend. Do, do you think that
5: those five police officers will have killed, uh,
0: a white person or maybe a Chinese, do you think that they would have killed him with,
3: you know, yeah, like the did, just killed you. Man, had they had they killed a white man like that, he, those other squad cars you seen pulling up out there, they would have killed him right there. Yeah. So, it but, wouldn't but have gone any farther, been you been know, been no. Been no. Been
5: no, so they wouldn't have. Yeah, see, that's that that's that black self hate that, that we're dealing with daily in our community. That's right. and, that's, right. and see, and that's what... the. Right. in Memphis, it's, it's, people that I know that live in Memphis say if you measure crime from one to ten, crime is a 10
0: Mm-hmm.
5: You know, and it's, it's very violent. But, you know, well, but, but economically. This... Sorry,
3: it's a city that has one major industry in there, and just about everybody who is supposed to have a good job, work for it. That's FedEx. But that's, that's by
5: design. See, that's by design.
3: Mm-hmm. It's Under a
5: black far, city. Right, and keep economic growth and development in black community, Just like Dallas, check, you all just keep whining and grinding out. Right now, economically, it's an economic embargo that we face in Dallas, Texas. Oh yeah. Well um, look at look at the, the, the black community and go look
0: at the white community and see development in every community but the black <laughs> community. Mm-hmm.
5: And, and and we got crime issues because of the lack of economic development. See, well. You don't have no job, you gonna and your blood is flowing through your veins, you're gonna have to have some money anyway. You know, and mm-hmm. and and they are intentionally taking jobs in our community. You know what I mean the people that work many people that work in Oak Cliff they have to go to Plano and Richardson and Irving just to have a job instead of having a job in their community.
3: Mm-hmm. You know it, well they, they see just like General Motors is in Arlington and it's been there for a while but you used to have Ford Motor Company right here in Dallas, 5200 East Grand, Ford Motor Company. They moved forward, Ford dropped us in Dallas, and went on, I guess they put that, uh, redid some more plants somewhere other, but that's one of the best jobs ever was in Dallas. A lot of black men had jobs there. But they removed that out, and several jobs, the packing house jobs they used to have in Dallas, all the da- <laughs> up and down the mall used to be nothing but right. good jobs. Procter but, Gamble but, and all of that.
5: And they took these jobs, like right now, all around UNT Skyline Ranch. Do you know that they're just putting in sewer in that whole area, sewer for people on septic tank systems yeah i mean all of this is, is that. but see but so we don't stand up in this city we accept it you know reparation if if they gave us opportunity today we could get our own reparations we don't even have opportunities in this in this city where you could develop what's happening to south Dallas not justification they coming in and getting all that land you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. so we don't we're not standing up for nothing you know, uh, unless the police, unless the police kill another black person, that, then we we stand up and be very vocal. Yeah. But economically, see, that's where your problem is. Economically, they are denying you opportunity.
3: Well, look here, uh, Robert. Uh, the the people that represent us are uh, we vote them in? a y'all vote them in? but I don't vote for him, but I vote. Here's the thing about it. Remember we looked at from your precinct chair to the presidency? One while we had everybody except for a United States senator was black that represented black people in Dallas. Do you realize that? When Obama was in office, President Obama was there. Everybody represented you was black except for one of the Texas senators. You see, we don't
5: vote like some districts uh, where you have uh, 60,000 registered voters, 3,800 people vote. We don't vote. We could determine who run the city, who would be mayor. You know, and then we could demand accountability. Right. We don't even demand accountability from these police, uh, uh, from, from many of our politicians. Mm-hmm. You know, like the mayor right now, he read something where he said how accountable he's been. Uh, when and where? You know, well. so we got the demand, you know, I mean, and, and you know, so so when we we talking about police officers and look what's happening to black folks in this city economically. I mean, the crimes, the problems and stuff that we had. I mean, people, homelessness, uh, all these black people. Mm-hmm. I mean, we got to demand opportunity. right? And if we don't demand opportunity, we ain't gonna have none. And these people don't care nothing about us. They ain't looking back at what we've done in our past, our grandparents. They looking at us saying, hey, you ain't got no job, you homeless, you ain't got no tax base in your community, but why? economically, banks in our community do not loan money. Chase and Bank of America have not made a mortgage loan to a person in South Dallas and they've been there more than 20 years. Mm-hmm. They don't even have lending officers in these banks if you went in there and want to borrow some money. See, we're, we're accepting this stuff. And see, this is the reason why our community is so blighted. You know, and, and well. homeless people.
3: Well let, 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 let's straighten it out some though. Uh Robert, we have some beautiful areas. Black people do here in Dallas. We live in some beautiful areas they're in Dallas. But yeah, built by whites. But we we went but here's where let, let me make my point, Robert. Robert Robert. Look, look first of all, the same mentality that you just described uh, is the same mentality there when it comes toward reparations. Uh, We can't live (coughs) looking someday for reparations. Even if we get it, we got to take care of business right now. The main thing that you described was disunity. We're not unified, we don't work together, we don't spend our money together, we don't come, it's enough money, it's enough black millionaires in Dallas to come together and build a good company that would could help feed our community, help close our community, help uh, develop and, and house our community we got millionaires in Dallas but they will not put their money together and you know it and you know a lot of them that that, that has that kind of money
5: right but see you, you can't go to banks white people with money go to banks and borrow money for I know opportunity see you, you it's an economic embargo. And see, economically, they want us in the position that we're in. Well, we're just like we're
3: just like Haiti. The world has an economic uh, embargo against them. That's why they're such a poor com- country. That's right. so, and the, and why Dallas has an economic embargo against us. But at the same time. They have some of that uh, some of that same thinking toward Hispanics, but Hispanics they forget that they all work together, and you see their community thriving more. Um, and, they, and, and
5: they they have their own grocery stores. They have trades where they could go out and deal their own community.
3: That's because they work together. They
5: can, they they they, they could go to these houses in South Dallas and Oak Cliff. That blacks have owned, their grandparents' parents have owned, and they stole all mm-hmm. the plumbing and all the le- electrical out of there. I mm-hmm. built those houses, and the Hispanic could go in there and rewire that house, put the plumbing in there, mm-hmm. bring their families in there, fix it up, put a fence around it, paint it up. Some of them put fireplaces in them and make them nice and livable again.
3: They work together because that one that one man that run that house is not working by himself. All of his friends and relatives will come in there and work with him and nobody will have their hand out asking for anything. They all work together. That's right. That's our problem. We need to work together. But
5: see, we got that self hate. See that and that that was in branded in us uh, from from being free after slavery. See, in the 60s is when that self-hate came in when they dropped all them drugs in our community. See, and because we were talking about peace, love, and happiness. Our music was about peace, love, and happiness. Great relationship, helping each other. When they dumped them drugs in our community in the 60s, and and that self-hate came about. See, until we deal with this self-hate the economic embargo and start
3: trying to make a difference in our community because they coming in and they buying it up. Buying Robert, it up. how can you? How can we stop self hate when it, when we go to church and go to church and open up our Sunday school book, our pictures in our Bible, and see our oppressor as our God? That's right. You can How are you going to stop it? And that's, that's a downright lie. All mankind, we all came from the same place, Africa. Every I don't care what color, what language, you know, whatever they think they are, everybody came from Africa. And we aren't taught that. We have been, we, we got making sure that our history is not taught because they don't want to all the rest of the world to know which that's most right. of the world know where we come from, but everybody know but us. So that, that, that beats that self-hatred when we realize our oppressor, oh, I know he, he loves, loves us anyway, but he he doesn't, you, you realize he doesn't look like you. Yes, and that's right. not, and that, and that is not true.
5: Well, they got, a, they got a picture, they got a picture on the wall, a white man picture on the wall, saying, and then they say he got a...
3: Well, yeah. You go in average white black person's yeah. home, you got yeah. three p- pictures up. You got one of white Jesus, and it was you know that's not true. But you got John F. Kennedy yeah. and you have Martin Luther King. Those three preachers, yeah. people.
5: Right, and, and they say the Trinity makes him be God. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and now how how confused is that? The the, the creator the creator, the one that created this earth uh, mankind and, and this white man that they gave was doing slavery
3: and they saved it because of the trinity he's God well they explain it that way but other ways too but they, they give you they would, they would even paint a picture of God the Father <laughs> such as Michelangelo did the ceiling in the Sistine Chapel there in Rome. He painted his grandfather and then he painted his lover uh, as the son and all of them were Eurocentric looking when that's not true. The most holy shrine in all of Europe is the black Madonna. The black mother Jesus, the black and Jesus himself. There you are. Thank you.
5: Where we are in America, where we are, what should we say? What? In America, where we are, what do we say is, is, is God and how we make a difference in our community
3: and how we respect the Creator? Well, the thing about it, you had it right when you said we don't respect, but there are reasons why. Because when we look and see, him in our minds, he looked like our oppressor. Hello. So how can you feel good about I agree. Uh, about what your your future and your togetherness and your sister and your brother don't look like your your cousin, your uncle or, or somebody. It looks like your oppressor. Right. Well we need to we need
5: to we need to we need to do something about our conditions now, whatever the solutions are. Because we are suffering as a people. Yeah. So drive through, drive through South Dallas, and, and really, I want to just thank uh, Cornerstone Church for what they do in our community, Reverend. Yeah. I mean, they are just, I mean, they are helping. They're buying real estate and putting, buildings in, and remodeling, them and putting people in them, feeding the homeless. Yeah, you know, helping people find jobs.
3: That's right, building. Robert, Rob, we're completely out of time. I gotta I gotta take a we'll short break. I appreciate you, guys. Uh-huh. 972-647-1893. i the reachers, and we're still in our pledge drive. We still need pledges coming in, please. And we'll be right back.
8: Yeah, what's up? I'm going to kick it
3: All right, we are back. This is our last segment. And you can reach me at 972 647 1893. That's to pay your pledge and also talk. righty. All our lines are jammed. I know you're calling. They've been jammed the whole show.
2: Uh, oh, who do we have? So we have uh, Councilwoman uh, Caroline Arnold on uh, line All right. three. Line three. Line three. Alrighty. Good morning. Is this, is this
3: the real mayor of Dallas?
8: <laughs> good morning, good morning.
3: <laughs> good morning, Miss Mayor.
8: Good morning. I've been listening quite a today, but I want to just come in on a couple of things. First, a quick announcement. Mm-hmm. On February the 14th, 11 a.m. at the High Williams Recreation Center, we're hosting a big event for seniors. It's a senior lunch and learn event. All right. Just to call us. We'll have a great informative program on a variety of issues from housing to code, uh, uh, legal advice. But Mm -hmm. if we can get there early, I would encourage everyone to be there at least by 1030. Uh, But it runs from 11 to 1. And so Mm -hmm. we also have information and a meal. It's designed to learn uh, and become empowered, but also celebrate. Uh, And so if you have something you want to bring, bring them because it's all about empowering our community. So once again, that's February the 14th. The new Hiawatha williams Recreation Center is located on Cummings. just the old Cummings Rec Center. And the number to call Mm -hmm. is 214-670-0780. Okay. Would you give it again? 214-670-0780. All right.
3: And it's his own, on Love Day. You think Should people bring their, their loved ones, their valentines?
8: Yes. Right. We also, we love, we love our constituents, and we want us to have a, a community where we can begin to embrace each other and work together and not continue to see this perpetuation of a disconnect, as we just heard being described. Mm-hmm. But I also want to, to just bring another attention to the Dallas City Council, uh, and under the leadership of the chairman of the Economic Development Committee, which is Mr. Pennell Atkins, I serve as co-chair. Mm-hmm. But his leadership over the years has put him in a position where he can kind of use his uh, the expertise and the insight to help us get across the mark. Okay. He has been very instrumental in leading and pushing. And he's gained council support to put that infrastructure in around UNT. Mr. Petrie can tell you it took him 30 years to get there. But had it not been for some of the expertise and insights and the skill set that Mr. Camille Atkins has, and is, he's able to lead it even more so as eco-dev Chairman, we mm-hmm. would be where we are. And also because of his pushing and, and his uh, skill set, we have adopted a new infrastructure bill for the city of Dallas based on equity. Now, okay. some folks are not really happy about it, but we got it through. And it okay. basically said a big part of money we normally get from these tips, these tax uh, increment financing uh, districts. The money normally would go back to uh, the general fund for disbursement. So now we have earmarked that money. So it goes for mm-hmm. infrastructure development in the underserved communities. And so those communities will be targeted, identified and need. And most of those, you know, are in the southern section. That's right. right. One Mm. of those communities, but District 8 was a primary example Uh, and it was shocking for me to to see that Mr. Tanell Atkins represent a district where he, folks are still on septic tanks. Okay. I couldn't believe that. So, mm-hmm. those folks that development and infrastructure you. around the unit, Kerrigan, Riley, but we need to hear in the okay. core of District before as well. But I want folks to know that in order for us to keep moving forward, we need to stay in tune. I'm going to continue to support the initiative of equity that our city manager Mm -hmm. TC Broadnax has brought to the Mm -hmm. table. No other city manager did that. No, he gets quite a bit. Mm -hmm. He gets beat up quite a bit because he's fighting to make sure that these underserved communities are targeted and receive dollars. Mm -hmm. And so I just wanted to put that out there. This yes, we know this is African American History Month, but we need to celebrate every day. But we, there's no need in us celebrating if we are not rallying around a cause that we are involved with and pushing across the mark. So I did want to bring that attention and thank Mr. Petrie always for continuing to fight for his community, mm-hmm. and finally he got it because you know there was no way in the world that community should have gone without uh, a sewer lines and infrastructure in right. this of But now we have UNT coming and. Skyline ranch has been there for us and so you're going to see a major boom but just know if it had not been for us pushing for this additional focus on placing that money Mm -hmm. with a label on it for equity we have to stay woke on it for generations to come so the money is not diverted it has to go for underserved areas most Mm -hmm. of which are in the southern sector so i want to thank once again, Mr. Pennell Atkins, who chairs Economic Development, I'm proud to serve as his vice chair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's all about us beginning to recognize, as someone said earlier, it's about the power of the vote. Right. We don't have what we don't have because we don't vote. Or that you talk about the Republicans, but we didn't go vote to put them out. That's so right. thank goodness we were able to get the unanimous vote on the city council, and we had to fight to get a couple of them on across the march because they started backpedaling, even though some of them have played for equity. But when you start trying to put the dollars in the place where it needs to be, sometimes folks start trying to go back and moonwalk. Mm-hmm. So we had to bring them all across the mark mm-hmm. because it's time for the southern sector to get the infrastructure where most of these underserved communities are mm-hmm. so that we can bring folks up to a level where they should be. But once we get you there, is to understand it's gonna to continue to take post voting on all levels because we That's get right. money federal government as well. And if we're not fighting uh against what we see in Washington right now with the direct intent to deprive and deny. Mm-hmm. So we have to continue to put people in those offices who fight for us. who have the basics, but don't just don't just keep talking you know, giving lip service and talking bad about the system—if you're not a part of the solution—so right. I just want to call in on that this morning. Thank you so much once again, and thank well, you. Well, let,
3: let me ask you something: Do you ever sleep?
8: <laughs> yes, I do. God is good.
3: <laughs> so, <laughs> Look yes, like you—you yes. you be rolling twenty-four-seven. Yes.
8: Well,
0: yeah. We I, 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 <clears throat> I
8: love what I—I I love what I do. I love serving, just like you love service. And so God has equipped me with the skills, the talent and the ability, but most of all, I'm humbled by the people who have allowed me to serve. But I'm I'm mm-hmm. here also as a messenger. We have got to do better. And it's today That's is the day right. to start doing better. Yeah. So this city is not going to go in any different in a different direction if we are not a part of the conversation about working together with our neighbors. And those who we select, and understand nobody is 100% perfect, but you cannot get out up unless you stand up and push up. So thank All you right. so much. I appreciate it, and we'll talk again soon. All
3: right. Thank you. Thank you, Miss Mayor. All right. That uh-huh. clears the line, 972 647 Who do we have? Uh,
2: mm-hmm. We have uh, Corey on uh, line one. Corey? Yes.
3: All righty. Bring him on. Good morning, Corey.
2: Morning, how are
3: you? Fine, how are you doing?
5: All right, real, real quick. What happened to the black community is, I'm 40 I'm something years old. Uh, really what happened is the youth back in the day in the 80s that valued education were overlooked by our own people because I remember going through the hood, all the, the people were being pressed to go to college and HBCU enrollment was really, really up. You had black businesses, you had black performances, you had black grocery stores. You had it all, right? You know, corner stores right here in Dallas,
0: right? You're um, right, still so right.
5: They let the they let the the music influencers and the I guess the negative part of culture, and when you start running your talent off, a lot of the talent left and separated itself from Oak Cliff and moved yeah. to the soda you know, and and, and Lancaster tried to follow the solo but there's a a, a real divide, if you notice the income between both, and when you oppress the people that are trying to learn and trying to, uh, want to reinvest and back into the community and give those kids a hard time when they're growing up, those kids are going to grow up and become economically viable and move along themselves, and and, and and it's even been quoted in the from Channel Eight News to other places to so floors, and that's because you got the talent that's been ran off from the hood, and they don't want to come back to where they were bullied, oppressed, robbed, or anything. The only time they'll come back is on the weekends to to, to grandma's house or something like that for Sunday dinner. She's still alive.
0: Mm-hmm. So you
3: you saying uh, <clears throat> people left Dallas? The more talented people left Dallas.
5: more more time of the African-Americans did and moved in and they moved in together. They formed their own communities. You know, over in DeSoto, it's prospering. The real estate values up, they're they're living, whether they have to work in Plano or- Well, how is the
3: school system doing out there?
5: I mean, they've had their problems like any school system. Dallas has had problems. 20's even having problems now, and it's mostly white. You know, I mean, they got a high enrollment of African-Americans that moved out there. And you know, fly moms even had problems. And then you got small uh, towns like Beeville and Canton and other places like that that had their had their own internal problems. So the school system issue is 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 that's that statewide.
3: Are you happy with it?
5: Am I happy with it? I mean, mm-hmm. you'll never be happy with a school system. I mean, that's just the way it is.
3: Well, there are who school systems and school districts that really do well. I mean, they, they, play. They, they, they score very high. There are a lot of them that do very yeah. well. And that seems to be one of the areas of DeSoto. The They've allowed their school system to slip off mundum. See, when, seven, you, seven, don't, when you don't teach your history, when you don't teach the knowledge of who you are, you're not going to have a good nothing. It's going to fall apart because it's going to be just like the tree that has no roots. And I don't care how they say they smart, they say they are, or where they've been. If they don't truly know their history, it's going to fall apart. I mean, that's, that's
5: true. That's, that's, that's true. I mean, it's, it's happened a lot in a lot of different places. I mean, they'll be able to recover from it
3: just like any school district. I sure hope so. I hope, they, I hope they do well, but I've observed DeSoto and other school districts, and I judge them how well they do. That means you're failing the next generation. You're failing your children when your schools uh, are not functioning
5: like yeah, they but should. But the kids don't have to worry about The kids at least learn a little bit more because they don't have to worry about going to school getting bullied because they want to learn.
3: They don't get bullied in DeSoto? Well, I know some it, people are, have saying, called had, me. I'm
5: just saying, uh, from a number standpoint, mm-hmm. you don't have the high amount of bullying that you have in DISD.
3: Well, I don't know about that. I don't know because DISD is much bigger than DeSoto. So that might okay. be true, but it might not because I've gotten a, a lot of instances where there was some real, sure enough bullying in DeSoto. Yeah, you might have five out
5: of, you know, Fifty in Desoto versus you know you might have two hundred out of one thousand in DISD. Two hundred out of thousand. That's that's uh, understand you have you have like pretty much double that number in in, in a smaller quantity. You know, out of <laughs> out of DISD. All right. And uh, the, with the issue with the Hispanic community, they aren't as together as you think. Uh, they have a serious issue with colorism
3: that don't get pointed out. Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure of that. You have a lot of black ones. The darker they are, the least opportunity they have, the lighter they are, They're looking closer to white, the more opportunity. That's, that's been done worldwide.
5: But you have an issue like cash
3: system together. is worldwide. And uh you have
5: an issue with sticking together. It just looks like it because they're in survival mode just like we used to be back in the in the sixties, seventies and eighties. Uh that we should kind of, be in, in now. On this side.
3: Yeah, but yeah. what I'm saying we should be in survival mode right now.
5: Yeah, you're you're right. You're right. But what I'm saying is this if that wasn't such a if that was if that was true, they wouldn't be leaving Mexico. Mexico would be there. That gross GDP would be like triple of that of the United States yeah. if they were working
3: together like that. Okay, thank, and I thank you for your call, all right? Have a good one. Well, we got to get out of here, got to run. Coming next is uh, Worker's Beat. Got to get out of here. We had a wonderful time today. Thank my man, uh, uh, What's again, what's your name? Richard. Richard, well, thank you for taking the pledges and everything. It's been a wonderful day. So, y'all have a wonderful Wonderful week, and it, would you, Richard would you call them to tell them they can come out? Bye
0: bye.